Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. So welcome to this episode of the Career by Design podcast. I'm joined today by Michelle Kevill, and she's based out in Sydney. And I am super excited because we are going international with our guests on this podcast. So Michelle, you probably didn't know this, but you are the first international guest, which is so exciting. And Michelle is a coach for high achieving corporate women. And today we're going to be talking about a really, really interesting topic, which is emotional regulation in the workplace. So let's just dive in. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Absolutely. It's so great to have you. So start us off. Tell us a little bit about this Mm -hmm. topic and how you came to this theme and and the work that you've Mm -hmm. done around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think like a lot of coaches, it's always a big personal journey for me as well. Um, So I talk about this all the time, like two years ago, COVID has had happened. Um, There was a lot of changes going along in my life. And I had been noticing a really big pattern where, especially when there were big changes in my job, because I'm, you know, still very career driven, really passionate, I would tend to just have like a lot of emotions and not be able to kind of deal with that change. And I found this throughout my whole career. I did struggle quite a bit. I would sometimes have to take like weeks off work. And I just thought it was a really big failing on myself. Lo and behold, I found aspects of life coaching helped significantly, like really, really helped to just help regulate my emotions and kind of turn up to work much better as like my best self and ultimately become passionate about my job again, which is what I help other women do. And that was a real journey for me. And what I started to see was there was a really big gap where there was a lot of work, as you know, in the coaching world around like our thoughts and how we think, but I was really focused on how are you feeling? And I just didn't feel, especially in a corporate perspective, that that is talked about enough. And really, it's actually so important to like absolutely everything we do. I think there are a lot of people have a lot of, you know, thoughts and beliefs around how we should be at work and how other people should be and how emotions could should kind of show up and I think something that I tell my clients and I tell myself is that we're a whole person we're not just one person at work and then like one person like outside on the weekend I sure I think some people wish that would be it we take all our experiences that we had when we were a kid all those belief systems all of that with us when we're at work and then we're not really taught how to manage, how to regulate that. And then we end up getting to a point potentially where we're in a career and we're like, I hate this. Like, I I really want to keep going. I deal with a lot of women who they are at a point where they want to keep striving, keep climbing, and they just think they have to act and be a certain way. They think they have to like overwork, go through the grind, and they don't want to do that. They're at a point where they're like, well, I may have to step down. And it's like, you don't have to do that. There's a whole heap of thinking. There's a whole heap of beliefs behind that. And of course, as part of our emotions, part of us, it wants to keep us safe ultimately. And it's working with your internal nervous system so that you can kind of prove to yourself that, yeah, Yes, you can show up as who you want to be at work and you can, you know, regulate yourself when like stuff hits the fan. And there's a whole heap of stuff in there that, like, you know, a lot of my clients, including myself, used to tie like a lot of self-worth 
to the job. And that can actually be a detriment because when something goes wrong that is outside your control, your emotions will flare up. You're like freaking out about it versus how can I just show up as who I am myself with my thinking brain on to kind of solve this problem instead of making it mean something necessarily about me. And that ultimately leads to, you know, having a passionate career you're passionate about. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's so much in what you just said. So I want to pull that apart, Mm. right? Because I, you know, as you know, I work with a lot of clients and primarily we work on helping them pivot and land a new role. But I think it's really important to talk about success in your current role, right? And we are getting burned out. And like you said, I think it's a multitude of factors. I think that COVID and the current environment, people are just stressed out and burnt out. That's one thing. And the second thing is we're not taught, I think, about emotional regulation, whether it's workplace or not, right? I think just as human beings, we just are taught to really stuff down as much as we mm-hmm. can and not talk about it. And so I think, yeah, since we're spending a lot of time at work, most of us are spending the most time in our professions, right? Compared mm-hmm. to any other area of our life. And so, of course, if there's a challenge, challenged there. It feels terrible. It feels awful. It's a big deal. And then sometimes these like emotional kind of blips happen. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about how do we address it? We talked about what the problem is. It's happening. You know, there's this dysregulation happening. People are stuffing things down. So what do we do about it? Yeah. The first thing I get my clients to do is to really look at like the pattern you're creating for yourself, which is really challenging. Um, But once you are able to see how In that certain scenario, your thinking is affecting how you're feeling, acting, and what you're kind of creating. You start to see where it's applying in different situations. Um, And there's typically like a theme. There's typically like one kind of thing that might happen for you at work that kind of triggers this for you. And being able to see that gives you so much more autonomy and power because you can realize that, okay, when this is happening, I'm thinking I'm, you know, I can't do it. I'm super overwhelmed. I'm feeling a certain way. And you can kind of see that out. The second biggest thing is to just be with your emotions. And it's really challenging. I found it really hard. And a lot of my clients do, including myself, but this was like a lot, quite, quite a few years ago, is people who get that, they're typically having like, I would say, extreme emotional reactions and to what they think is the thing that's happening. And then they're judging and they're shaming themselves. What's actually happening is you are afraid of that emotion and your brain is like, I don't want to deal with this anxiety right now. <laughs> I am not ready for it. So I'm going to freak out even more. And when you are just present with your body, with the anxiety, you just allow it to be there. You notice all those physical sensations. You just like, like the only way I can explain it is it's like just you are present. You are just noticing, you're letting it be there. You're not numbing out with Netflix or social media. Um, you're not overworking, which is a typical one because it's like, if I overwork, then I'll change the thing that's happening. It's like, no, just being present with you. That is ultimately how you process that emotion and like push it out of the system. Do you feel better straight away? No, it takes a lot of practice and you've got to meet yourself where you're at, especially if you are typically having like really strong emotions, like your brain is just doing what it does to try protect you. Like you're feeling anxiety and it's like, 
I'm just ki- I'm just doing the thing I'm programmed to do, which is to protect you and put you into fight or flight. Problem is we put you into fight or flight. That's turning off your thinking brain. That's turning on that fight or flight response. And then planning, executing, doing all those things, like that's not going to happen. So it really is about kind of just being with you, like calming yourself down, or as I like to say, reparenting yourself almost just to be with where you're at, to let that emotion kind of move through you so you can calm down. You don't calm down through buffering or like, you know, and not to shame people, but when you're, you know, sitting there mindlessly scrolling, overworking, like doing anything you can to not be with the emotion, I say it's like a house fire. You're just running away from the house fire right now. And now all the trees are burning down and it's going to come back to you with like a vengeance. So you really want to be present with where you're at. And so I would love to walk through a couple of examples, right? Because I think there's the things that we don't think are a threat that are happening in the workplace, but Mm. then there's things that are, you know, I would say more real or register as a bigger threat, right? So for example, you have just been um, up for promotion, right? And so you've gone through the process where you're presenting yourself on a panel, but you don't get promoted ultimately, right? And so not only do you have like the sadness of not being promoted, but maybe there's some anger around, you know, leaders who said you will be the expectation, all of that. You also have instances of poor performance. So maybe you just Mm -hmm. came out of your performance review and you didn't get the rating or the evaluation that you were hoping for. So how do people work through things like this? Yeah. Well, if we take, for example, the promotion one where you're being told like you're going to get a promotion, then you find out you don't. It's really looking at like, why is, why is that a problem? Like really ask yourself that question. And at first get really introspective. You need to figure out. And I think some people might be like, well, it's obvious. Like I didn't get the promotion, but really why is that a problem? What is a deep thought that is that this is all connected to? And it very likely has something to do around your self-worth, you not being good enough. Um, there is very likely also some anger. Again, you've been told something and now it's changed. There's some anger that you need to process as well. And then once you figure out what those like thoughts are, this as a starting point, the second thing is allowing that anger to be there. Like let yourself be angry. I think the worst like trick that sometimes is like, well, at least taught is like this kind of false happiness almost like, like chin up. It's okay. Like it's all good. Like, don't worry about it. No, no, no. Let your body, if you are mad, let yourself be mad. Like let it be in your body. Notice it. Don't run with it and full on go like, oh, I'm so mad and stuff like that. It's okay if you do, you're human, but just like be really curious about where your body is at right now and give it a lot of self-compassion because what can tend to happen is then there's judgment and shame. That's like, oh, you know, this didn't happen, but people are telling me that I should be happy and I have all these good things in my life. That's you also doing an emotional block because there is a deep part of you that is upset right now. You've got to recognize that. You've got to be with it. You've got to allow it to be there and come from a place of like genuine curiosity and compassion for yourself. Like sometimes I look at myself and say like, oh, okay, this is such a like human thing to do, you know, to get like angry over this thing or to get like upset over that. Just reminding myself that, you know, I am, yes, I'm a coach, but (laughs) I'm a human as well. And I'm still going to have those thoughts and emotional reactions. And I think the second one you said was around the poor performance. The same, yeah, it's literally the same thing as well. And there'd potentially be a lot of sadness about that. There'd potentially be a lot of shame as well. And it's just working through that. It's really working through what are those deep beliefs that you have when this 
situation happen. Because I don't doubt that there are some people out there who have completely different thoughts and they're just fine with it. They're like, okay, I'll move forward potentially. Why is it a problem that you got a poor performance review? What are you making it mean about you? And really being able to see that how being in that space, not saying for you to run out of it and, you know, get over it. But once you process that, once you're with it a little bit, just really noticing how being in this space, how is it helping me now? How is it helping me achieve whatever kind of next promotion, next dream, whatever I want from there? You know, when am I kind of ready and what do I kind of want to start like looking like and being and doing like towards that, if that makes sense, instead of kind of staying in that kind of like sad place, doing it at your own pace though as well. Yeah, I think learning the lesson is key, right? Mm, And so mm. for those of you listeners who have heard the failure episode that I did a few, you know, a few weeks ago, it's very similar to, of course, you're going to fail. So I think this is something important for people to know, of course, things will go wrong. And, you know, it will be as you didn't want it to be right, you had an expectation that x is going to happen, something else will happen. So one is be prepared, right? Know that it's possible that you're not always going to get the outcome. And the other thing is like you're saying, practice staying in the feeling and allowing yourself to feel bad. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that we don't allow ourselves to do. We want to change that emotion. Mm-hmm. We want to turn off that emotion. I was just talking to a client before this who who was feeling uncomfortable and just didn't want to feel those feelings, right? They want to do the next thing that's going to help them. So my question for you is this, is like, if we do, if we can learn to do that and practice, what are the results that are possible in someone's career? If instead of running from their job because they've had a, you know, a bad performance review or few, or they're not getting the kind of feedback that they want, what are the options for people? Well, I'm going to tell the you options. My- Sorry, the, yeah. the results <laughs> possible. Yeah, I'm going to tell you my results actually, because I had the most career growth when I started all of this and working on my mindset. I got promoted twice in under a year, is what happened, and that was really for me just being able to work through some of the. I think perfect thing is like you know I would really tie my self worth to my job. Now, how am I going to show up when a project outside of my control is like failing? I'm going to be a completely different person to when I'm not tying it to my self-worth and I'm treating this as like, okay, this is just something that I need to like, I need to resolve. That's it. Some of my other clients as well, they've gone from just hating or just being really stuck, potentially going to quit, having this belief that like the corporate world isn't set out for me. This job isn't set out for me. I'm going to have a step. I'm going to have to step down to getting either like promoted or even just finding a new career or new environment that was just like, yep, this makes sense for me. And that is just so empowering and beautiful because that's listening to your own inner wisdom of what you want. And that's where you get the agency and control again. That's how you feel passionate about your job by letting like, seriously, letting yourself feel like crap about your job (laughs) makes you feel passionate about your job. Listening to that part of you that is like, you know what? I want this or like, you know, hey, like I see you keep striving here, but hey, like I need to know that this is enough too, that I am enough as well. That is how you bring it all together. Emotional regulation, again, so important. You're going to have, if you accept that, you know, you're going to be upset sometimes. Like I think actually one of the first pieces of advice I give my clients is you want to feel passionate about your job again, except right now that you're not. Like, stop trying to force it, except that you are really just uh, either angry or just hate it. Let all those emotions and those thoughts come to the surface. When you do that, 
That is how you become passionate. That is how you will start like climbing the career even faster. Um, And it's just the opposite from what we've been taught in, I guess, general society. Like, I think there's a lot of, you know, maybe beliefs from like society are just around like, you know, your job is so important. And like, I think a lot of people do tie their self-worth to it by cutting my self-worth and really dismantling that. That is where I've literally become a better employee because of that. And it sounds contradictory, but it just, it just works for our brains. It works for our brains and our emotions. Thank you so much. I love, you know, I love so much of what you shared. It's so important. And doing the mindset work, I think this is, again, something I want to talk about is, especially when we think about careers, there, you know, we want to rush to taking action, right? It feels like it's all about action and doing and strategy, but this is exactly why your thoughts matter, your mindset matters, and why it's so important, right? Because when we're thinking certain things, like, for example, like you said, tying our self-worth to our jobs, we're going to act differently and the actions will come out very, very differently. And our motivation is going to be different and everything is going to be different. And this is why it matters. So tell us what you'd like to leave with our listeners as a last piece of advice or a tip around regulating yourself in the workplace, emotional regulation in the workplace. Yeah, I think it really is if this really resonates with you, especially if you've been told potentially or believe that you are too emotional, I think working on as a very, very, very start point, working on some of the shame that you have around that. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. We've all had different experiences. Um, There's no one way to be as a human, even at the workplace and feel emotions. And then that's okay. When I accepted that, yes, my emotions are going to show up potentially like differently compared to society, that is when all the emotional regulation came in. I accepted me for who I am. And if I do have days where I look at it and I'm like, yeah, maybe that was a bit of a stronger emotional reaction. I come with myself with self-compassion and love. And it sounds really sappy, but that is actually like the biggest tip for anyone because that is actually one of the first things we work on. It's not going to help if you are judging yourself for where you are. You've got to be your own advocate and you've got to stop comparing how you're reacting, how you're feeling compared to everyone else. Like, oh, so-and-so has got it all together and stuff. No, they don't. No, I jokingly say everyone is like, everyone has some sort of like mask and they've got all some, all a whole heap of stuff on the background as well. We don't know what they're going through. You've just got to be the best advocate you can for you. And that starts with self-compassion and dismantling some of those beliefs you have around your own emotions as well. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a place for emotions. They can be different and Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything about you. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much, Michelle. It was so wonderful to have you on the podcast. And I'm sure that all the listeners are going to get a lot out of this. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I shared today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers. 